Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Agency for Agents, a podcast for real estate team leaders and independent brokerage owners looking to maximize profits, effectiveness, and gain freedom for their team and business. Your hosts, Christine Andreasen and Aaron Hendon, have been running one of the most successful real estate teams in the Seattle area for more than eight years. They know building a winning team means finding ways to empower, nurture, train, and develop individual agents to discover their own power, their own agency. On the podcast, Christine and Aaron interview thought leaders in real estate and personal growth to help you impact both your performance and your teams. We know it takes a lot, and leaders and brokers that crack that code reap the rewards of success greater than any they could ever achieve on their own. All right. Well, Jamie, it's good to see you again. You too. It's been a while. It really has. It's really exciting. So, you know, this is, you know, there's a million podcasts about how to sell three more houses. We wanted to really create something that empowered team leaders and boutique broker owners to be able to empower their team. So how teams run, things like that. And the Decide to Fly Foundation seems, or that project, you got to tell me what it is, foundation project group. Yeah. I don't know. Well, actually, but- that project is no longer in existence anymore. Um, really, it is because it, it's inside of me and my life lives on lives on in the people that uh-huh. I worked with. But Well, we just knew, we just knew by the look of your Instagram, um, your LinkedIn, and from what Aaron said, that you were real estate broker out to empower people. We're like, she's, a, she's our people. Yeah. So that's, that's how we came to you. Yeah, I worked with Jeff Wilmore for a year on his autonomy course. Right, we're in that now. We're in the advanced. Right now, you're too now. So excited for you! It's really like chewing on leather, but (laughs) it's so good. Kind of like Aaron's old program, you know. I don't know if you're still doing that, Aaron. I still lead the introduction leaders program, and Christine. Your old program, Aaron. We're, we're allowed to call things what they are. Okay, my you know it was my old program, but anyway, I tell you. Aaron just impacted my life in such a profound way forever. Like I still still hear his voice in my head, you know, and every time I see something about the Seattle Seahawks, I think of him doing an, you know, an introduction weekend and he's like, Oh, I want to be looking. And I actually, one time actually sent you the score of the Seattle Seahawks and I immediately deleted it because I thought off on Facebook because I'm like, he may not have even seen this yet. So he will kill me. There is never a moment where I don't know the score of the game. There is never a moment (laughs) in my life where I do not know the score of a Seahawks game. I don't want to know the outcome. Look, growing (laughs) up. just record these and watch later. I don't. I I used to. I remember with the Knicks in New York during the 85 run. But this is before social media where I couldn't avoid it now. But in, in 85, I would or 95, I'd record it and then go home. And I remember watching the Knicks Pacers on videotape. Yeah. That's how like old this, I right? wow. yeah. how, how did you two guys connect? <laughs> I was a seminar leader for 26 years at Landmark. Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. Um, we and met, we, Aaron and I met 20 years ago at Landmark and then nine years ago now? Uh, yeah, 2013. Nine years ago, Aaron came to me and he said, I'm getting into real estate now and I'm going to be on your team. And wow. I said, 
I don't have a team. And, and Aaron said, you, said, you do now. And that's how we started. Oh, that was so great. Oh now my gosh. Have, yeah. 10, 11 agents, five admin. I'm looking at my board, 11 agents, five admin. And we've been through all of it together. Yeah. Oh, great. I'm excited to, to have my team go through the landmark form and advanced course. I've already promised them as soon as we go live again, they're going and they're very excited about it. So now tell us how many people on your team? Are you talking agents here? Well, I have one agent. So I pretty much worked as a single agent until the end of last year. And um, in August, I hired my first, I ha- always had a TC, like from the very first deal, because I hate paperwork. So it's like, I mean, honestly, I don't, I didn't even know how to get paid until about three weeks ago. So <laughs> like, I don't That's know. Christine, don't... Christine's recreated in that. That's <laughs> Yeah, not my thing. So Anyway, I'm like, I need to leverage myself here and hired an agent brand new out of school. But her background, you know, she grew up in the business and her mom was a broker in Miami. And so she's been amazing. And then I had the person who started with me when I very first got started. So I kind of did it a little backwards. I'm about, you know, in entrepreneurship, I think that systems give you strength, right? like structure gives you freedom. So, you know, coming into this, not knowing anything about this side of the transaction, I'm like, okay, I don't know what all these, you know, what all this means. I was new to North Carolina. So all the laws are different. And I started putting my systems together. So I really, I'm glad I did it that way. It was slower start to the business, but now it's like, we are on the threshold of some explosive growth. We have found the right people on our team. You know, right talent is huge. And um, I've probably been through eight TCs already. They say I'm the most particular person on the planet because I am. And I'm okay with that. It's like, you know, if I don't know how to get paid, you better know how I I get paid. So you should have your agent come do a course with us that we're leading on February 28th called Level Up. Really? Yeah, yeah. Level up. We'll send you a link, but it's all about, it's not how to sell 10 more houses. It's how to, and you will sell 10 more yeah. houses. It's how to have your foundation expand to hold the empire you want to build with integrity. If, so Jamie, cool. if you were going to use a comparison that you would understand, right? That, I feel like now I've talked that down you to you. would understand. I understand. I really feel, I heard that coming out of my mouth that way. That's not what I meant. You know, if you combine bold with the introduction leaders program. Mm-hmm. It's like that. That's the intention is to leave. It stands on a world of if you do the work, you'll get the results. And the results you have in your life are really a reflection of the work you've done. So if you're going to get to a new level, you're going to need to do new work. You're going to need to be someone who levels up. And so we address that over the course of 90 days. And we start and without yes. integrity. And we start with without integrity, nothing works. Nothing so works. Not be able to expand <laughs> we your empire when you're you're on a shaky, crazy foundation. Yeah, so Jamie, I'll send you a, a link, and uh, you can read about the details, the dates. Because if you don't make the dates, you're out. I might be out because right. I, I'm going to be gone from the 28th through the fourth. Well, clearly you are not in Seattle, so you don't have to come live. You could do it on Zoom, but maybe check it out and send your agent this one and you come with us next round. I would love that. She might yeah. love it too. I'll tell you what, she's amazing. Let's yeah, see, so let's check let's it out. One of our coupons, one of our-, our I'll give you a promo code. It's usually a, uh, a grand, but we'll, we'll comp any, we comp, we're we comping everyone who's on the, who comes on the podcast. 
and their team. But really, honestly, to make her feel special. No, but like I just want you to know, as a gift, it's a gift for people that show up on our show. Oh my god, I got it. We were just joking. This is Jamie. This is really funny because and I want to hear about your coaching program about quantum. uh, What was it? Quantum Quantum coaching and about um, you know what decide to fly and how that world came about and what you were doing Mm -hmm. with that. Because one of the things Chris and I were just joking about, there's an agent on our team where if there is a disempowering context, if there's a disempowering way to to be found, to be found, she's going to go find it and stand there like oh, we, constantly. Right. So like what I just said is like, OK, if there's a disempowering way to hear what I just said, Christine will take it and make fun of me for it, which is <laughs> reliable. So, Jamie, tell us about, you know, the, the project and tell us about quantum coaching and what you do to empower the people on your team. Okay. So, well, I started Decide to Fly in 2012. I was in the mortgage industry in Tucson and I hated mortgages. I really disliked mortgages. They were stressful. I found like everyone was lying everywhere. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like these 500 no doc, you know, 500 FICO no doc loans were in existence everywhere. It was just like, this is a big nightmare. And so it was like, the more, you know, the more you don't want to know, you just put your head down and like, I'm just going to go to work. And I just had to get out. And so I got cancer in my eye actually. And I felt like it was God's way of saying, you know, you need to take another look at your life. And so Wow. Actually, that's when I went to, I decided, I can't remember how I started. I think I decided I was going to really do something to empower women. I put a date on the calendar and it was like Father's Day in, is that in April? I think. Um, Father's Day is in June. June. Okay. So it was June. Maybe I decided in April. By the time June came along, this event happened. We had 202 women at the Ritz Carlton. Got, I can't believe we filled Wait, 200. You started this yourself and the next thing yeah. you know, you had 200 people? Yes. It was Wait, just like I got on the phone, blah, 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 and I'm calling all my, you know, leader friends. I'm like, bring by tables, you know, come and do this. So anyway, I'm, I'm sitting there about two, maybe two weeks, three weeks before the event. And I'm like, what am I going? I need to sell something at this event, or it's going to be a giant expensive debutante ball, <laughs> you know, like here I am, but I don't know what I'm doing. So, you know, I was, a. Uh, I found somebody who was an online marketer and like, how do you get the word out and all of that? She was, she was amazing in San Diego. And I realized it's like, you know what, there's something really deeper to this for me. And um, so I put together a program and it came from a grief loss recovery course I had done. I, I had a certification in that. And then I went to Landmark. Actually, I went to the- What year are we talking here? How long ago was this? 2012. So when you say, all, when you were talking about all the mortgages and the, you know, put a nose under there, you know, put a mirror under their nose, if it fogs up, give them a loan. Was that before the 2008 crash or after? It was before. Wow. I yeah, got I out of the business before. Yeah. They cr- I got all of my employees jobs and I just said, I have to figure out something. So actually, I, I think I got into a multi-level skincare company and I became a top 1% producer in that company. And that just wasn't what my future was going to be. I just knew it. And I don't know. I just wanted to help women. And so I created a course and it was just like a, a culmination of lots of different things that I had you know, grown through over the years. And we launched it. Honestly, it was a financial failure. I'm just going to say what it is. You know, It was a financial failure. I did not 
know what I was doing. What I was doing was spending a lot of my, I had this vision for the technology that would support it that wasn't in existence at that time. And, you know, it was running side by side with people, tech companies who were creating it. So by the time I was ready to launch, I had spent probably like 400 grand or something insanely stupid on all of these, you know, because you're you're in it, you're deep and you're like, okay, what do I do? Put another 50 grand in because I I'm I can't, I'm halfway in, you know? Yeah, I'm not gonna so, lose what I got in. I gotta keep going. And I learned a big lesson. Do stay in your lane, do what you know or you want to know or you're passionate about. Don't do what you're not passionate about. I was not passionate about technology. Right. You know what I'm saying? So anyway. I ended up connecting with C-suite, you know, women executives across the country. And I've been coaching women like that ever since. And um, right now it's by referral. Um, The quantum shift coach is actually through a friend of mine who um, her business is to support naturopathic doctors. And so she called me up a couple of years ago and said, hey, will you coach some of my clients? And I agreed to do that. So that's actually what that is. So I've got naturopathic doctors that I'm helping build their businesses across the nation. And, you know, really, it boils down to the same conversation. Totally. I'm not good enough conversation, right? Like we got to complete the past and, you know, just. So you did transformational transformational coaching. It doesn't matter which industry. Not at all. I have gotten a natural yeah. I mean, you know, that's the thing that we got in level up is it just doesn't, you know, I mean, we're going to gear it towards realtors and we're really sort of yeah. narrowing down the niche. It's between the, it's for the realtors that do between five and 30 deals, like in that sweet spot, you know, or even five and 25 deals. So they're just at the precipice of a real breakthrough in their performance or they just, but they know how to write a contract. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then really all those conversations about uh, imposter syndrome and, Am I good enough? And oh, is yeah. how to be an empowered, how to be in an empowering conversation and how to create a future that inspires you and keep it alive and yeah. all that I, work. I is- remember a conversation you had one time, it's still, you know, it was about the invisible, like you're dealing with the invisible as if it's real, right? It's really not real. It's made up. It's not real. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that was life changing for me. It was amazing. It was amazing. I have this little thing on my board here. It says numbers are no judgment of who I am, just a gauge of how I'm performing. Isn't that great? Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. That's That's just, you know, for people, that's life-changing to get that. And that's the only thing we got to keep talking to people about. Okay, that's that's your performance. And then what are the actions you're going to take? And then who is going to be the person that's going to take those actions? Yeah. Who would you need to be to take those actions effectively? So much. Because it's like we walk around with I'm wrong. Or I should have, I could have, I would have, you know, what if it does? What if it doesn't, you know, all of those things, it's like, that's just mind numbing. It's like, gosh, when, you know, when you step across that threshold, you break through that, it is like life explodes, right? right? It's like you really start to get a feeling for what it's like to live life. And we're not even there yet. You know, there's you live life being cause in the matter of life, right? Yeah. Not being a victim yeah. of whatever. And, you know, it's like you said, it's just, it doesn't matter what the industry is. We're using real estate, but everybody in this course makes a promise for what they're going to accomplish that week. And it doesn't matter if they say, whatever they say, just doesn't matter. They have to deal with everything that comes up. It's just got to be a push. As long as it's a push for them, they can say Is this just real estate agents or can any part, any member of the team? We have real estate. It's got to be somebody who's entrepreneurial. 
and in production. So we have lenders in there for sure. Lenders. We actually have one of our favorite lenders leading it with us, but um, I mean, it could be title reps now that I think about it, Aaron, Uh, not not escrow, but like the sales, Ashley, Gina. Transaction coordinators wouldn't make a difference with. Right. It's going to be somebody who's out there generating business. Like my ISA. Your ISA would be great. Oh, ISA for sure. Yeah. Because it's all about what's between you and having the business you want. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's got to be somebody who gets to say what they're up to that week. If you're, if they're just punching in and they have this ritual, then it probably won't be worth the money. So to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Cool. How exciting for those people to be. It's it's guys. really an exciting. We're, and we love doing it. I mean, I just love writing it and tweaking and like that. Jamie, tell me about, you know, your expansion plans and how you comp anything you can tell us about how you compensate the people on your team. Just because I know one of the things that's sort of a taboo is we don't talk about compensation, but it makes such a difference for other team leaders to hear, okay, that's what they're paying. Oh, because every time we do this, we're like either oh my God, we're right on track. This is like, or we learn learn something new, right? Or we're like, wow, maybe we're paying them too much. I mean, like, it's just useful to compare notes. So you just brought on a new agent. You have an ISA. What do you pay them? How do you pay them? Where'd you find them? Everything we can know about how you got your team set up. Okay. So I started with the transaction coordinator and that was an outsource. So that is, you know, anywhere between $350 and $400 a transaction. And that worked for me because it was my pace one at a time, blah, blah, blah. So, but I really wanted to bring that on in house and then have them help me with some admin stuff and listing, you know, all that kind of junk. I need to have somebody side by side with me. So I have Aubrey now who has taken on that role. She just started about a month ago and she is doing great. So she takes, you know, everything from beginning all the way to compliance and is learning. We have, I, I, created, like I said, my systems, um, they're all on Asana and we use Asana Mm -hmm. as, you know, our boards, they're just dialed in very detailed. We use our own, you know, command. And then I have follow-up boss as our CRM. I really only use Keller William command for compliance. It's too big of a monster to try to tackle. So it's like, anyway, so uh, the transaction coordinator is, was the first person I hired. Like I said, I just needed somebody who was maybe a little bit smarter than me in the contracts <laughs> on that side. So that worked pretty well. Somebody to keep us um, out of jail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Sarah is now my um, ISA and she lives in Austin. She's remote. She's also ops. Her gifting is ops. So I have this thing that I do. It's like a love-hate list. So tell me everything that you love and everything you hate to do because we really want to do what we love when we're working, right? I mean, right. we spend most of our day doing that. So let's put you in the lane that you love. And if there's somebody else on the team who loves what you hate, then you can just cross. I don't care what your role is. right? right. Just that's let right. them do it. As long as we get to the result at the end, that's, that's super um, great for me. So Sarah is just a natural. She ran 17 restaurants in Austin. Oh, I love that. Yeah. She just like is just amazing. And um, she actually was the very first person I hired that helped me get these systems together. And she was in between jobs. And I said, Sarah, 
please come move in with me because I was working out of my home. So she literally did ah. the best bedroom and she worked with me for like eight months to get all my, I mean, we took all of the best of the best from the mega teams in our company. And then we just picked through everything and we made it ours. We, you know, R and D rip off and duplicate. So just made them great. And she was so proud of us two years later after, you know, cause that was a temporary thing. Um, two years later, she's like, you're still using some of this stuff and it doesn't even look the same. It just looks, you know, elevated. So we took all of that and, and grew with it. She came back on. So she is just getting trained for ISA. So like I said, all of these people are kind of new again. Mm -hmm. It was another situation where she was top producer. She actually went into the car business and, I'm like, if you can sell, be number one car salesperson after four months, you can do ISA. Yeah. So she, she got COVID and was hospitalized and had oh. to go back home because she couldn't even stand up wow. and take a shower, you know? And so her mom was taking care of her. She said, hey, Jamie, I need a job. You remember the whole ops thing? Can you know somebody? I'm like, what? You're coming here and I'll grow fast enough to cover your salary. <laughs> you know, because I'm not so letting it's a salaried you salaried ISA. Well, she is now and then we'll transition into per qualified lead per closing but i need to give her some ramp up time and i am paying yeah. her a set salary weekly for the ops stuff she's very good at delegating her time awesome yeah that's, awesome. So that's good so um you came about your well you said you wanted to duplicate yourself so you got a an agent to take some of the Really? Yeah. So she was the first hire. And I ultimately, originally, because I didn't know Aubrey existed, I didn't know Sarah existed, right? I have a, a VA, I hired an out of country VA. Yeah. And I love him to pieces, but he, I needed to just my personality is somebody that I just need to point you in the direction. Here's all your resources, figure it out. I am not the person who's going to train you well. It's yeah. I'm just not that temperament. I need somebody who is like Sarah, who can just take it and organize it. And tell me what to do, you know, cause I just want to be on the phone, making phone calls and doing that kind of thing. So Aaron's got this funny look on his face. What's I don't about? interpret my face. I'm loving this. I'm sitting here thinking <laughs> this is the conversation. So we just had the person we found is Maddie, right? She is the our director of operations, the, our ops, and she's brilliant. And we're Maddie and I were talking yesterday about the problem we have with offshore VAs that you literally have to sit with them and train them. And it's just insanity to do it. I might as well do it myself. And then we need someone who's, we need someone in video that speaks English, but doesn't just speak English, like can watch a video and get the point of what is in the video and how to edit it so that it's compelling that yeah. kind of storytelling. And Can't so we don't have offshore. to send it back four times like we just did. Right? Yeah. Can't be an offshore. And, anyway. and that is a, that's a bit frustrating. I have yeah. to admit. So, you know, but they're that, brilliant at some things. They are brilliant yeah, at the entry and fixing my website, right? Yes. And so we've kind of put them on. I have I have a contract with that company until June. And we'll just have to, you know, evaluate, you know, May. What's the company? What are you using for the outsource? It's my outdesk. Okay, fine. Yeah. My outdesk. And like I said, I really love the human guy as a human being. Like I really do. And it's going to be heartbreaking if we don't keep him. So we're, we're trying to find something for him to do. But I, I you know, I just heard... You're not being heartless when you're making those tough business decisions. No. You're just making them with less heart. Do you know what I mean? It's like you can't I make I don't even know that that's decisions. true either, though. You just have, I mean, you have to be smart about it. Yeah, it's from that's my what I mean. Previous director of operations I had for seven years. She was brilliant. Erin tells me the same thing, but she used to always say, Christine, anything is possible, but not when you're hiring. If they can't do the job, you got to let them right. go. 
Because I'm not able to hold on to people because I like them, even though I'm I know. way too it, much money. And that'll kill your business, your bottom really line. Will. That's it just really not smart. So yeah, Elizabeth was hired as a new agent. And you know, my I envisioned having kind of a customer service manager mm. or you know, client care coordinator oh, yeah. kind of thing yeah. where they we did our buyers consultations together. They, you know, you get two agents for one. Elizabeth, I go out there maybe the first two showings. Elizabeth takes it on. And, you know, and I taught her side by side how to have the conversations and do that for a good August through this month. And she was on salary. So we paid her a salary and then I paid her 5% of whatever she touched. And it was a small salary, but, you know, so she was out there running, you know, to and from the attorney's office because we're an attorney state, picking things up, going, you know, making sure that all of our marketing, she did our marketing too, amazing at it, just gifted. And, you know, and I started to just really look at my bottom line again. It's like, okay, now I've got all this staff. I need agents. We need to produce, <laughs> you know, so Elizabeth is going to start producing on her own in March. Yeah. She's great. That's great. And uh, we, we will be hiring two more agents. Yeah. And so, you know, it, we're a pretty small team. I mean, my goal this year is 75 deals. So it's pretty low, but I think that, I think, you know, it's going to be a great year. Awesome for you. That's extraordinary. We're, we're, we're going with the right people. And you're growing organically by what you need now versus just trying to put a square peg in a round hole. Yeah. We started doing um, team meetings on Thursdays and I'm loving them. I literally wake up and love Thursday because it's our team meeting and we're, we're working through the five dysfunctions of a team. Have you read that book? No. no. It's a book. Oh my gosh. It's a great book. A great yeah. Book. You got to read that book. Christine, you've read it? Yeah. Yeah. It's years ago. I, I love it. I read it years ago too. And then I just pulled it back up and I'm like, you know what we're going to do? And it's really about building trust and authenticity yeah. and, you know, awareness and um, how, yeah, it's great. So, you know, communication and, you know, just really getting that people have each other's backs you know, that we're not working against each other there. Oh, I wish I had the book with me right now, but there, there, the very first sentence in, in the book, it's, a, it's not about strategy. It's not about money. It's not about any of that. It's about, you know, what makes a success, successful team is the team itself. Yeah. It's all about you know? culture. Yeah. 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 We always felt like if you got the right people, you'll find a seat for them on the bus, you know, from yeah. Tom Collins, good to great is get yeah. the right people and then build a seat for them. It's so important. Exactly. Which is why, you know, like I said, I'm a little over leveraged right now for myself, but I know it's not going to be that way. Probably by, you know, May we'll be awesome. Flip the, flip the thing over. Great. Well, Jamie, what other books? Cause that's usually how we wrap it up. Yeah. I love, I love five dysfunctions of the team. It's a book, new book for me, but any other books you recommend any other books you're reading now? Um, Yeah. I'm reading this book called quantum success. The Astounding Science of Wealth and Happiness by Sandra Ann Taylor. And this, I've had my um, coaching clients read this book too. It's really, it makes you think, you know? And we all know that thinking is a good thing. So, so, you know, I love that what we've created is coming from my calling. You know, you are in Jeff's. It's just such a different way to do real estate, when you are coming from your calling and my calling is people are connected to love. And you know, when I look at our 
commitments for the team and what we're all about. And we all pulled together words that described what a luxury experience at every price point is. Mm -hmm. You know, we described what connecting hearts and homes means Mm -hmm. to us, each one of us. And it's present. It's present. And it makes me love my job. And this is a brutal market. So, you know, you better love your job, right? Yep. A lot of work. I think right. yeah. How is the market out there? Insane. Insane. Okay, you ready for this one? I'll tell you, Jamie. By the way, before I tell you to say, I say, Aaron, I think uh, in the bottom of this podcast, we need to put a link to Jeff's course because we've referenced it a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. And probably to the Landmark Forum because we've referenced that a couple of times. Great. So we'll put links down there for all y'all. <laughs> Jamie, listen to this. You ready? I wrote an offer for my clients. The house was listed at a million fifty. I wrote it escalating up to one point three six zero. No inspection. Big old additional deposit to cover the delta if the appraisal was low. Already underwritten. Zero contingencies except for the appraisal, and we had we'll cover eighty grand. And there were fourteen offers, and they were ninth in place. Can you even stand it? Ninth. I know. Coming in at 30% over list. They were well, here's the crazy thing. We're still in a buyer's market. What? Where you are? Oh, heck yeah. And I, when I say that, it's because the market is still going like this, right? So anything you buy this year, it's still got equity happening. We've got oh. Google moving in. We've got Apple moving in. We've got Fuji Biotech, a whole bunch of biotech companies. Companies coming from all over the world and moving into the Raleigh area. And we are inventory deficient. Okay. <laughs> we just don't have. How do you call that a buyer's market? Because you still, this is still going to be the best buy you can make at the best interest rate that yes, you, it has been sure. in 70 years, right? For so sure. are your buyers getting outbid over and over and over? Sure. So when I'm saying a buyer's market, I want you to really hear what I'm saying. It's still a good time to buy a house. Right. 100% You know, it's still a really good time to buy a house. Because you fight to get in it because you're going to make money on it and get a rate lock in that's going up in the next year. Exactly. And I think what's going to happen is, you know, we're going to have another year like we had last year. And then we're going to start to see it level off a little bit. I mean, you know, I have houses on the market for zero days. They're in coming soon and they're in multiple offer situations. Yeah, it's it's crazy. But I do think that, you know, this year we're poised to add 1.7 million homes to the market across the country. So last year we added a million and the prior 13 years before that, we were below a million and it takes a million homes a year to keep up with our, you know, just natural need for new homes. You know, Um, I can't think of what I was trying to say, but anyway. So, you know, it's going to start to level out a little bit simply because we're adding inventory. So it'll be interesting to see if inventory is going to trump interest rates this year. We shall see. It is really one of those things that we're going to see. I was just, yeah, I was watching some interesting graphs that overall the population in the United States is catching up to the, it's been on the downswing for the last 20 years, the population growth and housing dropped way off after 2006, obviously, and it's been slowly inching back up, but we're still about... 55% 55% of where we were in before the crash. Yeah. So we'll see, you know, open up the supply chains and let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Yeah. I know. I think it's going to be an amazing year. It is. A t- it's, it's tough for buyers. I'm not going to lie, but you know what? You just keep plugging, right? Prepare yep. and plug. 
All right, <laughs> Jamie, thank you so much for your time. Uh, as soon as we're done, I'm going to send you the links to the level up so that you can take check it out for you and anyone on your team. I'll send you the promo code. And um, we just, I just love connecting with you again. And let me know if there's anything we can ever do for you. You got anyone coming out to Seattle? You know where to send them, and we'll talk to you soon. I hope I to see you in the course. You guys great. got some decent content to use. I, it's awesome. Are you kidding? It's great. It's just a conversation with with baller agents. I love it. Awesome. I love it. All right, you guys. I'll right. talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Abundant Life Podcast, brought to you by Christine and Company and EXP Realty, the global online brokerage powered by top agents and cutting edge technology. If you liked what you heard, consider subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. Your hosts have been award-winning brokers, Christine Andreessen and Aaron Hendon. For more on them, visit christineandcompany.com.